0: And welcome to another exciting episode of the Freak Show Podcast. I am your host Joe Lillard. Can you say that three AP times fast? Asian Persuasion. Hello and welcome to the Freak Show Podcast. I am your host AP Asian Persuasion Joe Lillard. Hello and welcome. Don't use. I- <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Freak Show Podcast. I am your host Joe Lillard. AP Asian Persuasion. And with me, as always, my co—well, my sidekick. <laughs>
1: Seven Napier, Barely Burnt Bacon, Triple B. Oh,
0: yes. Barely Burnt Bacon, indeed. You're looking extra burnt today, son.
1: That's a lie. We haven't had sun in days,
0: and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're right. And with us this week, of course, is our cult expert...
2: Brossif Huntington.
0: Brossif Huntington. B-H. The big B-H. All right, so... Why uh, Brossif?
1: Why not brosidon Or something...
0: You know, Rosephine. do you want to cro- yeah.
2: criticize my creativeness? How
0: about just Brock? Yes, from, Brock from Pokemon. From Pokemon. Yeah, you can be a chef. Like no, 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 Brock's no. Brock's like I don't, don't want to. Me. I don't want to catch Pokemon. I just want to be a chef.
2: Okay, hold on, I got it.
1: Listen, listen, Brossif is just horrendous sounding. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <fine,
2: laughs> I got another one. I got another one. Brony horde. There.
1: Boom. Oh gosh. You know, that, that's a pretty accurate description of Britney.
0: It is very... If you guys want to know about Britney, she's definitely a brony in all in I can't senses tell of the word.
2: You do know I watch...
0: I know, you yes. do know, I'm not kidding, Britney. Uh, I don't wait, joke wait. about your proclivities, okay? I
2: need to get back into watching it. Anyways, welcome to the Charles Manson episode part two. Oh
0: yeah. yes, it is very fun. So, uh, so Tum and I were talking, you know, uh, so... The Nexium Cult Part 1 yeah. only got 31 views, and the Nexium Sex Cult Part 2 got, got 71 views. So, <gasps> what I was thinking was, and it's so close, so what I was thinking was, we just need to put sex in, in the front, or in um, inside every single title to make sure that people listen. So, the first one was called The Charles Manson Part 1. This one's called Charles Manson Sex Part 2. That could work. Yeah, hopefully, people will like it. Uh anyways, so let's recap real fast. So, uh for those of you who listened last week, it's been one whole week. Uh you guys would remember that Charles Manson uh gets out of prison and ends up going and starting a cult uh first with Mary Bruner, um ends up getting her pregnant uh while also having four other women inside the cult. Uh eventually end up moving in with the beach boy um Dennis. What's his last name? No, right. Brian- Dennis Wilson? Dennis Wilson, correct? Yeah, I think. Brian Wilson? No, Dennis Wilson. Dennis Wilson, I think. Anyways, Brian Wilson is the other guy that he plays for in the Beach Boys. So then he ends up uh, eventually living on Spawn Ranch and then feeling betrayed by the music uh, producer. uh, What was his name, Tevin? Terry Melcher. That's it. Terry Melcher. Uh, Oh, yeah. Then we got lots of Papa Crow, of course. Brittany, you want to talk about lots of Papa Crow?
2: There's a real division on if he outright was a relatively innocent drug dealer, as most are, or if he threatened them.
0: Kidnapped a woman.
2: And then, what was it?
0: Threatened to to murder and rape all of them. Yeah, the there was like a good
2: four-point thread. Like, that's something I would use if I ever threatened somebody. It was a pretty good
0: one. <laughs> I'm going to rape your women. <laughs> yeah, that's what Brittany would use. Yeah. All right, Brittany, you sicko. Like,
1: no, no, you better got to keep your
0: mouth shut or I'm going to murder you and rape your whole family. Brittany, whoa, <laughs> calm down. What, what are you oh, doing? Okay, I will
2: use half of that.
0: Murder you and... I
2: could murder. I
0: could
1: murder. Okay. And rape. Brennan could murder and rape.
2: Well, I'm not that confident.
0: (laughs) I'm not that power hungry. It is a lot about power. It's a lot about power. Which, by the way, warning... This episode, some of it is going to be about rape.
2: Yeah, because there
0: is some crazy stuff that happened in the past, and I'm going to stand up for Charles Manson just for a second here. Psychologically, yeah, psychologically, there is a lot of stuff that I was thinking about with him that w- it's a little disturbing. So, anyways, let's get going because it's five minutes in and we haven't even talked about the Mansons. All right. So, uh, all right. So we talked about Bobby Busillet. Uh, murdering Hinman. Uh, Br- uh, then we talked about uh, what else did we talk about then we talked about after Henman's murder the Tate murders the LaBianca yeah. murders mm-hmm. uh, and then the raid and release uh, after the stolen um, buggies and then Tevin what's next
1: we have the murder of Shorty Shea. His real name, Donald Shea.
0: Okay.
1: <clears throat> uh, he was a bouncer at Spawn Ranch.
0: A bouncer.
1: Yes. Who
0: he was a bouncer? the security
1: guard. I mean, I don't know Hollywood sets. I don't know. Like well, any anybody who had who needs something who well, needs people bounce from the certain area.
2: Well, you got to bounce people away from the cows cuz they'll just tip them right over. This says he
0: was a foreman. What's a foreman? A foreman's on a bouncer? I a don't foreman? know. Foreman? Oh my gosh, that Ah. Like like a form, like a foreman on like a job site is just a boss. A foreman, right?
2: Kim whispered something menacingly as she exited the room yeah. Joe didn't I know but he any, would
0: I, I I can't get any type of peace a worker especially a man who supervises and yeah. directs other workers that's it
2: they supervise other workers
0: yep. yeah
1: anyway uh so so shorty was already working at the ranch when uh, Manson and his family moved in uh he he was playing just to simply Pretty much just to coexist with them and you know be just fine with that, um, but then Shorty got a black girlfriend and Manson was like, "Bro, I don't roll like that. Black people suck." And
0: no, he just didn't agree with mixing of races. No, I, he also I, thought black people suck. Did he really? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I guess he did. Yeah. No,
2: one of the things was uh, he wanted to. Th- he thought was going to result. Everything was going to result in a war of blackies versus whiteies. Yeah. And His plan was to implicate black people by killing a white person and then hiding their wallets in right. like black neighborhoods. Right. Right.
0: I I remember that. So was the point? What? Okay. Did you read the story where mm-hmm. one of the women of the murders was told to take the wallet and hide it? Yeah, uh, in like a black neighborhood bar. And then they, she hid it too well in behind the toilet. So they didn't. Find in the bar, it. so no one found it. That's funny. That's hot. So, um,
2: so this dude, this ranch, that we were, I don't remember what we were talking about. Exactly. <laughs> anyway,
1: Shorty, Shorty, was, Shorty would work there as a bouncer and got a black girlfriend, and Manson wasn't too keen on that, um, and so. Uh, so what, what got him murdered was uh, Manson believed that Shay had uh, reported them to the cops. And then he was like, well, we're going to have you killed because we can't have you snitching on us. Yeah, yeah, basically
0: they accused him of being a snitch. Even though there was no proof that he was. You know, that he was doing anything. Yeah. But...
2: Shorty's chances of living got low,
0: low, 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 low. Oh my gosh. Can not you say... Can people be more unique with nicknames? Can we get rid of, like, Shorty?
2: Now, in defense, this was several decades ago, so yes. that was kind of new at the
0: time. You think it was new? Yeah. At the time, maybe. Maybe. Let's get names like of Flav. He's got flavor in his name twice. And that dude can cook. Like, yeah, flavor Flav isn't a cook.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's both. Oh yeah, didn't he have a cooking show with uh, uh who's I
0: think he did. With Marie He definitely Stewart? had uh yeah, I think you're right. But yeah. I know he had a cook um a I think he has a cookbook out. <laughs> flavor, Listen, Flavor has Flav- got his flavor in a lot of pies.
1: All right.
2: Okay. Oh yeah. Tell me more about Shorty. About Shorty? Tell Shoddy? me all about
0: that Shorty. Um All right.
1: So Shorty uh, bleh, 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 sorry. Uh, so the way Shorty was murdered is that they brought they brought him behind the shed at Spawn Ranch and had him get in the car with them. At that point, someone hit him with a pipe wrench. Oh my gosh. and then they stabbed
0: him. Can you tell what a bad way to go? That is a bad way to go.
1: Oh, no, that's that's not that's not even where it ends. So after, after like, you know, they drive off and, like, I guess they're going to go dump his body.
0: hmm
1: Like, I guess he wasn't, like, all the way dead after being stabbed <laughs> and hit with a... Pi- okay. At, after being stabbed and hit with a pipe wrench. So they, they took him down the hill and then Manson hit uh, somebody... Uh, Manson handed somebody, like, a machete and, I guess, just to finish him off. And, actually, that was Bruce Davis. Uh, he... Charles handed handed Bruce Davis a machete, and I and he was he uh, he, uh, and like when, he, why am I getting so tongue so so tongue tied now?
0: I don't know.
1: You're being uh,
2: intimidated by Charles Manson.
1: I mean, I mean, honestly, like, is the thought of like Ging. being like. Semi incapacitated and like un- and completely under the will of whoever is like holding me up. I mean, that's kind of intimidating.
0: You sound like you're semi incapacitated,
1: that's that's so, also very true. So, did they decapitate <laughs> oh him
0: with the machete? What
1: they no, uh, he, he ended up just cutting him like on the shoulder with it and then asked Charles as if that was enough and then just walked away.
0: You want to talk about a conspiracy theory? Everyone's going to try to think that everyone's gonna start thinking that I'm holding Tevin against his will and I'm like holding a gun to his head the whole time he's talking he's going and uh and and Shorty Shay uh uh, 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 I'm sorry don't don't hurt (laughs) me Joe yeah (laughs) pretty
1: much
2: the secret of this podcast is the mic actually has a gun to it yeah yeah
0: (laughs) and and whoever is talking no no it's no it's even better than that if you don't talk enough into it it points at you
2: oh (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Okay, so yeah. So Shorty dies. His So him and his wife are separated. And his wife starts calling around for him. And Charles says that he, like, leaves. And so she doesn't think anything of it. But then, like, one of the friends that she knew... So Shorty is trying to stay at the ranch because he needs to get stuff done there. And he doesn't want to live with his wife because they're separated. Mm-hmm. And then he says that if you want to get a hold of me to call my friend, the friend is trying to get a hold of him. And Charles is saying that he's left town. And then, so when he's saying that he left town, his wife is saying, well, he said that he could stay with you. And then he's saying, well, he said that you could stay with him. Like, it was just like a weird, um, it was just a weird way of looking at it. And I don't know Why? It was like that. Like, they were just really bad at covering up their tracks. Really bad.
2: I'll see. Probably learned from every criminal he met. He learned a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, then next, we got. So, in October the 10th and the 12th, they. That's when they arrest 27 people for car theft. And this is what I was talking about last episode, where it cracks me up that, like, you walk into prison and say, Hi! Welcome to prison. So glad that you could be booked. If you could just fill out this paperwork for us, and then it's like, occupation, name, name, Manson Charles, Manson, comma, Charles, M, dot, comma, a.k.a. Jesus Christ, comma, God.
2: Comma, the sequel.
0: Yep. Which I was listening to an interview and they were like, Yeah, they, is it true that you called yourself Jesus Christ? No, I never called myself Jesus Christ. Really? Because we got you written down saying you did. Like, you <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Oh, man. So uh, then in November, uh, Adkins, uh, who's one of the girls, uh, boasts about killing like the killings to fellow prisoners. And then basically they just turn her in. And, um, and then Danny DiCarlo, who's from the straight Satan starts talking to the police. And then, um, back in Texas, uh, Watson surrenders to the local sheriff, his cousin, and he stays in Texas for almost a year. So then in December, Susan Atkins agrees to cooperate and makes a deal with prosecutors. Nice. and then uh they negotiate a lucrative book deal uh so and then the grand jury uh testimony makes it to the papers so like this entire time the the they haven't even gone to court yet and they're already like the trial hasn't even started yet and they're already making book deals and releasing all of these different like newspaper interviews and all this different stuff Basically making it impossible for them to get a fair trial. Like anywhere in the whole U.S.
1: That's fine. I mean, were they ever really going to get a fair trial?
0: Well, we're going to talk about that. So December 6th, the the ultimate disaster happens. Um, so the Atkins story makes the news. And the, um, and the journalists... Um, they provide journalists with handy death of the 60s metaphors um, ever since. So basically this was like... The death of the hippie movement, stuff like yeah. that. So then in December uh, December 19th, Life magazine does a cover of, uh, of Manson f- just in time for Christmas, which um, presents the prosecution's version of the murders, introducing America to the story of Manson and Helta Skelter. So they make it like super culty, and there's like no way for Charles to even get his story across that might not be super culty. You yeah. know, like it some of it also he states got very hyperbolized.
1: Kind of kind of like what they did with Dungeons and Dragons, like the whole anti Dungeons and Dragons movement. Yes.
0: How everyone was getting possessed and yeah. taking LSD and killing people.
1: Yeah, even even though you know that was only one like maybe not one person, but you know, one person that got caught doing LSD and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Automatic bad rap.
0: Yeah, I'm
2: saying automatically you're summoning demons too yeah. if you yep. play dandy. Yes, I mean, sure, we do it like once or twice, but it's not mm. the only thing oh we do. Oh my gosh! So in <laughs>
0: October of that year, he gets arrested. Right? Yeah. July of next year, the trial begins. A media circus happens, and um, because uh Manson, Atkins, Van uh, Hooten, and Krenwinkel are acting up in court. And then Manson carves an X in his forehead, mm. and then three other girls carve X's in their foreheads, yeah. claiming that uh, he's X'd himself from the world. What a great way to represent to represent yourself in court, to carve an X in your forehead like an idiot. Um, I, couldn't,
1: I couldn't imagine A, carving an X in my forehead. Actually, A, letting someone else carve an X in my forehead. I couldn't imagine doing it myself. Yeah. That would suck. Oh yeah, it would hurt.
2: I wonder if he had any sort of sedatives.
1: No, they, no. During he's in prison, they don't.
2: they can make wine in prison
0: toilets. That's true. You didn't know that bread and ketchup ferments.
1: St- I no, there was no sed there was no sedatives.
0: So then, okay, this is my favorite part of the trial. Okay, August third, President Nixon is giving a speech in Denver. Do you know where this is going, Brittany? Have you heard heard this yet?
2: No, but I'm hearing Nixon. I know it's not going to be good.
0: Okay. So, he brings up Manson complaining the liberal media is trying to glorify Manson and other criminals. This is, quote, what he says. Yes. And you know what? I want you to read it, Tevin. I want you to read it. Okay. Because, because I feel, and, and and I want you to do your best voice. Wait, who can do a Nixon voice? I can? can't. I don't even know what
1: Nixon sounded like. Just,
0: just read it. But I want just, just read it confidently like a president.
1: Here is a man who was guilty directly or indirectly of eight murders without reason.
0: Okay. So, there you go. You're in the middle of a trial, and the President of the United States gets on national television in front of a crowd in Denver and tells everyone that he's guilty. It doesn't even say that he's guilty. Well,
1: you're done for, buddy. doesn't
0: even get guilty, or or doesn't even say guilty, okay? He says he's guilty whether he did the murders or he's connected to them. There is no doubt at all. It's you're either guilty of killing them or you're guilty of being involved in killing them. Yeah. Now, do you know what happens, Tevin, in a trial where the media takes over and none of the jurors can be impartial mm-hmm. and people are basically ignoring the gag order on the trial? Do you know what happens in that trial? Go ahead, Brittany. Is it reality TV? No. Do you know what happens? Nine times out of ten, do you know what would happen? You're going to jail. No. No. The trial would be a mistrial.
2: Mm.
0: They would have to mistrial everything. Would have to start all the way back over. Or, in some cases, with not enough evidence and not enough to hold them, guess what? They just decide not to try them and let them go. I mean, hey. Now, that wouldn't happen, of course, because he's a murderer. Yeah. But they definitely could have caused a mistrial and caused tons of different issues. But so, basically, um, Manson flashes them a copy uh, in the middle of court, and the Los Angeles headline reads, Manson Guilty, Nixon Declares. The next day, Manson waves his own sign, which says, Nixon Guilty. (laughs) And, like, it just, it's so bad. I mean, so, August 13th, Linda Gesabian is granted immunity in return for her testimony. Oh, yeah. Then, January 25th, 1971, after 10 days of deliberation... The jury finds all four defendants guilty on all counts. Yeah. The defendants get the death sentence, later commuted to life in prison on April nineteenth. So basically there was like a big thing in that state where anyone that was like put to that was on like death row was just not it was life in prison. Yeah, you. life in prison. Um so also during this time, which is great to me like it, it just makes me laugh is that Manson was uh had one judge then the judge ends up quitting and they have to put in a different judge because he couldn't be impartial because he launches himself to try to kill the judge. What? Yeah. Wow pretty sure You're just trying to pretty sure that jail. i'm thinking of the right guy now i'm thinking that i'm reading and listening to too much true crime uh, and now i'm i'm wrong manson
2: shortly after launching at the judge you'll hear about why i did that in my book coming out in 4 months
0: <laughs> no no i was right L- manson leaps at judge in the tate murder trial and declares someone Someone should cut your head off because I remember he leaps like six feet forward and then just face plants on the freaking ground.
1: I mean, that's that that would be embarrassing. Like you managed to jump six feet only to face plant. Like that would suck.
0: The um, bailiff couldn't get to him in time. And they said, um, the lawyers tried to say that they didn't believe that he could be impartial now because he attacked him, so he should get a new judge. The judge says, no, if he came at me any closer, I'd just shoot him. And literally, like, flashes a freaking pistol he keeps with him at all times in the courtroom. That's hot. Yep. So, it just...
2: I wonder if Charles kind of did that on purpose to get a new judge.
0: Oh, he totally could have. Um also, let's not forget, um, he also got a bunch of his followers to shave their heads, like the women. Mm-hmm. Mm. He got a bunch of the followers to go break into a gun store and try to steal guns to to help Manson escape from the, the jail courthouse at one point. Can't remember what date that was on. Um, then uh, also... He, I mean, there was just so many different things to happen in this trial. I mean, over this time, because you're talking about like, I, the trial was just months and months and months. Yeah. Um, he, he was his own lawyer, but then he he kept causing issues. So they ended up making him take a different lawyer and then he refused that lawyer. And so they gave him another lawyer. Here's the greatest part. The, def- the the lawyer that was given to him the first time actually had like five years experience, right? Yeah. Okay. The lawyer that they replaced him with because Charles didn't like him was straight out of law school. Never had a case.
1: I feel sorry for that, Kai.
0: Here's my thing. In today's society, Charles Manson would have definitely appealed and said that it was an unfair trial because he had a lawyer... In a capital case that he had no experience in and had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. In a trial that was like super high profile. Yeah. And then um, also he definitely would have got a mistrial because of the Nixon thing. If Trump got on TV and said, he's guilty, I swear it, I know it, it is a huge case, it is gigantic. Now you know it'd be like... Trump will make the Mexicans pay for it. Yeah, and then you know what would have happened.
2: You know Trump says so much, though. But, uh, we that's don't get into <clears throat> it too much, but I agree. A mistrial, like, Charles probably should have tried to look oh, for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to Well, he did,
0: it. and they refused.
2: Really? Yeah. Yes. Mm. Probably because he murdered, like, eight people and That's stole- not why.
0: Do you know why? Because they said that there was so much media coverage already... Yeah, And the president's PR guy got up there and said that he misspoke and he meant to say allegedly. It doesn't matter what you meant to say. This is what you said. Yeah. Uh, so he, he meant allegedly guilty, indirectly or directly to the murders. And um, basically what they said was, even though there's all this media coverage, if, like, basically, even if they moved him to New York to try him, the jury would still know about the Manson Yeah, barbers.
2: there's no way yeah. to avoid it.
0: Yeah. They did do a jury pool, but yeah. all that's tainted if you, you know, I don't even know, because my thing too is like, if it took months to convict him, what do you do with jurors? Like, do you keep them for those months? Yeah. Because sometimes you do, yeah. other times you don't. And you can go on vacation. Like, they have, like, jury, like, vacations, so, like, so, a wacky
2: beach adventure with your 11 other jurors?
0: I think it's more like spring break, but yeah, basically. So,
2: like, spring with break. With your
0: families, Brittany.
2: Well, dang. That kind of ruins the fun of, you know, getting to bond with 11 strangers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, family ruined spring break.
0: So, yeah, mm-hmm. I I do think that he kind of did deserve a mistrial uh, to try again. Yeah. yeah. And, um... That's something, like, in the interviews with him, he says, like, your media, like, your corrupt media is the reason why I'm in here. Because they they basically made me guilty before I even got a chance to stand up for myself in court. Yeah. You know, now that yeah. said, he said tons of dumb crap in court that would have made people. Yeah. You can't attack a judge and then expect the jury to be like, I believe that man is innocent. You yeah. can't carve an X in your forehead And expect people not to think you're insane. Yeah.
2: Regardless, people deserve a fair trial. That being said, I think even with a purely fair trial, some of the stuff he pulled would have... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Plus the evidence itself.
0: Yep. And then the last thing that that I do find interesting, he did look uh, um, in interviews. So if you guys look at Manson's photos, he never had long hair, never had a beard. When he was in prison... Or when he was awaiting trial and was in the middle of trial and was being kept in prison or in jail, I guess, yeah. waiting for prison to be sentenced, that is when he tried to, sh- he asked for a shave, he asked for a haircut, and they told him no. They made him grow out his hair and his beard. And he says that was to make him seem crazy and to keep an image of a cult leader. Well, now, I think the ex did that too. Yeah. So, but. I mean, if he's right, I mean, it does seem like that would make it bad. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it does make him more... Yeah. What it makes him seem like more of a Jesus figure, which is what they wanted him to go for. Yeah. Yeah. But he always stayed, like, nice and clean cut. So, that's how he got all the women. There.
2: Nice. Yeah. And the guitar playing.
0: And the guitar playing. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay, now, we have 30 minutes. I would love to talk about... Manson's Childhood. Brittany, take it away! So
2: this time, instead of going directly into cult stuff, I looked more into his childhood, by the way, over his life, a lot of car stealing. Just on the Wikipedia page, I uh, just control F, you know, to see how many times cars were mentioned. Like, four times. Four or five times. That's it? Yeah, but there was also, like, one of the times was, like... He's he's stolen multiple cars. We don't know how many, but he's stolen a lot. Yeah. So, I also... Okay, 1934. He's born. That's cool. 1937. His mom gets divorced by this... By the way, his mom is like 16. She gets divorced from him and I'm pretty sure she goes to prison or something. I probably should have taken better notes.
0: She does. She goes to prison, and she has the baby. Uh, okay, yeah. Or no, sorry. So she was in prison actually originally when she had Manson, and Manson actually had to go live with his grandparents.
2: You mean his aunt and uncle? Yes. Yeah. So when he was five years old, he's with his aunt and uncle. When he was eight, his mom is paroled and comes back. But yeah. by this point, he's already a truant... And she she drinks like all the time. Yep.
0: Yeah. sounds about. They're right. at a store or they're at a bar once, and the waitress says how much uh, or how cute her little boy is, and how she wants one of her own one day. And she says, "Well, if you give me a, a few free drinks, you can have him." And she basically brings her a few drinks, and the next thing that Manson knows, she ditches him at five years old in a bar, and the waitress takes him. And basically treats him as her own. Uh and the aunt and uncle are calling around trying to get him back. Wow. Yeah, just ditches her kid.
2: I'll say the- Mom
0: of the Year. Yeah.
2: She really is. Yep. When uh Mom comes back, whatever, when he's thirteen, she sends him to this give old school for boys.
0: Yep, yeah, it's a reform school.
2: Yeah. That's he claims
0: he- it was ten, but it was definitely thirteen.
2: I'll say, yeah. This is, you'll notice, he gets sent away to a lot of places.
0: Well, this is the point, too, where she, I hmm. believe, sends him over as a ward of the state. So she actually goes to, or is that later? Did you have that written down? I did not it's have It's now. So uh, the reason why he can go to a reform school is because she goes to court and basically says she can't take care of the kid and sends him away and, you know, sees him once a year or whatever, but he becomes a ward of the state. And so instead of, you know... Trying to get him in an orphanage, maybe trying to get him adopted or something. Yeah. And instead, just send him to a government reform school and tell him to go screw himself. Mm. So, and then he, he escapes a couple of times trying to go visit his mom. <clears throat> and thinking that his mom would want him back, his mom actually sends him right back yeah. and gets mad yeah. at him.
2: The first time he, go, he gets out, he goes straight to mom, who immediately returns him. Yeah. The second time...
1: Get out of here. I don't <laughs> want you. Go away. He starts throwing rocks Leave. at him.
2: <laughs> Believe I never wanted you. Yeah. Which is actually pretty sad.
0: Mm-hmm. I will yeah. say, but... Very, very sad.
2: And that same year, he goes to stay with his aunt and uncle during Christmas, where, you know, he gets caught stealing a gun instead of a car. That's... That'll come up later. Guns are useful. So, he goes back to Gibbalt. Ten months. He runs away on his own and meets up with somebody called Blackie Nielsen.
1: Okay. <laughs> say, say that name again I'm sorry
2: it's Blackie Nielsen
1: <laughs> okay I, I heard it wrong I heard it right not wrong okay
2: which I thought was interesting uh, they steal a car together then is when he learns from Blackie's uncle or dad whatever
0: can we just call him call him Nielsen or <laughs> no. something <laughs>
2: yeah. no I wrote this name down so I uh, will...
0: okay alright alright
2: so 13 years old he gets caught pretty quickly at this point. Yeah. Judge sends him to something called Boys Town. And oh. <laughs>
1: what?
0: Boys. Boys Town! Boys Night. <laughs> now remember, Manson was actually born in Cincinnati, Ohio. He was. Oh. Boy. What why doesn't he have a museum? I because he's Manson. I want a Manson museum. Why? He's a murderer. That's why. He's a cultist. You're messed Who up. Who cares? Go ahead, Brittany.
1: We have one for the Underground Railroad. Why not Manson?
2: Because one of those should be appreciated, and it's not Manson. Now,
0: you have his 1948 burglary charge, right?
2: Yeah. To- yeah, Con. He got caught, and it got linked to previous armed robberies he'd done. At
0: 13 years old.
2: At 13 years old. And at this point is when he gets sent to the Indiana Boys School.
0: Armed robbery Yeah, at 13. Yeah, a couple of
2: them. A couple of them.
0: Oh, I have a really sad statistic for you with Charles Manson. You go right ahead and keep talking about it.
2: Okay. Uh, At Indiana Boys School is where, and this is where all the rape comes in, by the way. Yeah,
0: so content warning. Yeah. Yeah. Now, we're not going to talk about it profusely, but still.
2: But still, like. Yeah. Beyond jokes. Yeah. He gets sent to this Indiana Boys' School, which is a strict reform school. And this is where for like three years he gets raped a lot. He rapes other students. It's where he came in with the insane game, which pretty sure we mentioned in part one, right? Mm, I don't know. No, no. I don't the was insane it again? game?
0: No. Oh, okay. I don't believe so. No.
2: Insane game was something he would play where in order to protect himself. He would start doing all this sort of stuff to make his attackers think he was, like, insane. Like, he would, like, yell stuff, like, you know, do, like, kind of act like he was possessed and whatever.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: To scare them off.
0: Hmm. So. so, Um. hmm. Hold on. Real fast. Yeah. Do you have where he beat the kid in his bed?
2: In his bed? No. I got the knife point one.
0: You go ahead and read that one, then.
2: That is... A year later, but... In 50, oh, okay, sorry. In 51, when he's 17 years old, he escapes with two other boys, stole cars, as one does, Yeah. yeah. gets sent to this national training school for boys, which, which is... Which is
0: basically juvie, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's a juvie correctional institute. Yeah.
0: Real quick, before that. Mm. So, he gets raped, right? Yeah, so, in, so, so boys. So, he's getting bullied by one kid. <clears throat> yeah. He's getting raped by another kid, okay? Yeah. He goes, and he... Beats this kid half to death. What did I tell you with what? I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I,
0: he, he got beat half to death with um some type of object. I can't remember what it was now. Yeah. And then he basically drops it underneath the other kid's bed and gets him frightened. This
2: and, kid is a demon. And then like
0: at that point, yeah. that's when no one was raping him anymore. But he was like... Openly having sex with guys, and then he was raping kids, and basically was like, he he just felt like he could get whatever he wanted, whenever he wanted, and he wasn't going to be told anymore no, yeah, yeah. he wasn't be told no anymore, and it was like a really big control issue, obviously, yeah. yeah, and I think that that is when like, um, we're gonna talk about his marriage soon too, and that was like a big deal too. Go ahead.
2: Uh, gets sent to this <clears throat> national training school for boys. This is a point where they finally decide to test this kid. 17 years old. He's illiterate.
0: Okay. That's what happens when you're in correctional facilities your entire life. Yeah,
2: from 13, for the past four years yeah. been in different schools. His mother was a drunk who didn't take care of him.
1: Sold him off for drinks at five.
0: <laughs> and do you notice how before 13 years old you never <clears throat> hear about him going to school? I mean, he probably did, but I'm just saying.
2: It kind of seems like at this point, or really through most of his childhood, the only people that actually cared about him were his aunt and uncle. But, oh yeah, this was fun. A psychiatrist, you know, tested him, whatever. And his caseworker deemed him aggressively antisocial. Probably because... The excessive rape and power control stuff he was already doing at 17.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: I would say he's just a little, just a little antisocial. Yeah. Because of that, they send him to a minimum security institute, the National Bridge Honor Camp.
0: Now, is that an asylum or what? What is is an honor camp?
2: Security Institute. Minimum. Security institute. It sounds like
0: another juvenile, but with mental health uh, yes. mixed in too. They, this is what I mean. They constantly put him in in these sit like these places. Yeah. Where if they would have just originally showed him a little bit of love, maybe things would have happened differently.
2: Yeah, he's he starts off, you know, young pre juvenile. I when was the first time he stole a gun or something? <clears throat> He was already a deviant at like eight years old, but also yeah. his mom. And
1: Wasn't really helping. Yeah. Yep.
2: The whole situation wasn't helping, but but those four years at the Indiana Bo- Boys School... Yeah. At that yeah. point, once he gets out of there... Yep.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe if you guys there. would give a little bit of sex education, maybe they wouldn't be raping each other.
2: Apparently... One report says, like, nah. the supervisors, no. like, encouraged, like, like, a kid to, like, rape Manson.
0: That's messed up. Yeah. This is what I mean. People are crazy. And, and the are thing, too, you can't say that it's like, it's oh, things kid. don't happen like that today, and it's just a dawn of an era. And it's like, no, no, no. It happens all the time, I'm sure. Yeah. We just don't realize it. Yeah.
2: At, at this National Bridge Honor Camp, that was when... He gets in there October, February next year, of 52, is when he's found raping a kid at Knife Point.
0: That's messed up.
2: Yeah. And this, he's still 17, still 17. And at that point, they send him to the Federal Reformation.
0: What is it?
2: I don't, I see Reformatory.
0: Okay. Federal Reformatory. And well, that's, that sounds like a big deal.
2: Yeah, while he's there, he does eight serious acts, three of which are listed as homosexual, which I'm going to assume means he raped three boys when he was there. And at that point, they finally take him to a max security reform in Virginia.
0: Jeez old Pete. He has
1: been around the block. Keep going.
2: So, all that. Really intense, right? They're yep. like you're staying in here until you're 21. We don't care. When he yep. turns 20, he gets released on good behavior.
0: Okay. No more. Now, now is it good behavior because no he's a rape. good behavior or is it good behavior because there's no one else to rape? Because now you're in a maximum security like place, it's probably harder to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, if they if the one bad thing you were doing isn't available for you to do anymore, then yeah, good behavior.
2: He hasn't raped a single boy when he was here. How? Well, good
0: for him. Give him a cookie and get him out of her. We don't want him
2: anymore. Just, just take him. Just yep, go. just take
1: him. He's not, he's not, he's not fun anymore. Let's get rid of him.
2: I'll say, at this point, his aunt. Somehow, the aunt and uncle are still like, yeah, he can come live with us. Yeah. Which is a fair amount of love, all things considered.
0: Yo, yeah, yeah.
2: Cause. If my niece wound up doing this much by the time she was eighteen, I would Like
0: we'll go to Frisch's together, but like and hang out after church on Sunday, but listen, you ain't coming back to my house. You might steal all my stuff. You ain't raping my husband. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that.
0: You're awful, I know. Alright, so
1: it was too good to pass up.
0: Do you got January nineteen fifty five?
2: I got January 1955. He marries this Rosalie chick.
0: Now, hmm. Rosalie's not just his chick. She's prego. Oh, better than that. Did you see who Ro- or what Rosalie was to him? His first. His first female to have sex with. And he married her. That's true. They said that he had like good morals. Mm-hmm. And he was like, in love with her. And he married the first woman he had sex with and that was like supposed to be romantic and you know yeah, like something really to for be. for like
2: three months. Yep. Something like that. Yep. Wow.
0: Charles Manson Jr. is born later guys. But then. Next he, thing you know. The he, plot he, twist. He's, he's given a little bit of LSD by the campfire every night. Nope. Even better than that. Goes right back to prison for car theft.
2: No car theft, Charles Manson. No, yeah. No. Uh, Where he gets five years probation and then three years in prison. Yep. So
0: 1958, they're divorced. He's in prison uh, for failing to appear to court. So how long was he in there?
2: Three years. Oh, I accidentally hit my colt link. Hold on.
0: Are you sure? Because in see. 1959. Oh wait. Hold it was
2: on. Five years probation. You're right. You're Three right. You're,
0: you're. You're right. And then, in, so in 1958, she divorces him. In 1959, he marries a second woman. So this one, he marries a prostitute named Candy Stevens, Leona Ooh. Candy Stevens. Bet she was sweet. And she gives birth to a second child, Charles Luther. <laughs> LSD for you too. And then, so. What he ends up doing is he's stealing mail from people, and he starts stealing checks out of people's mail. So he steals this treasury check uh, and ends up getting a 10-year suspended sentence, okay? Um, the he, he ends up stealing—it's a $30 and a $40 check, and he forges a signature, but it turns out the people are dead. And when he files the first one, he gets the money, and when he decides to cash the second one, he gets caught. Mm. What's interesting about it is that the judge who is the same judge that originally tried him for the other stuff. Well, so he says that he, you know, wants to get out and that um, you know, uh, what's interesting about it is um I believe uh Candy and him are actually engaged and uh he he basically tells her to help him and tell the judge that, hey, you know, we're getting married. I'm about to have my second kid. She's pregnant. We're in love. We're going to be great together. He's going to be a good husband. And so he basically says that he's going to change his ways. Okay. But then he breaks probation, going over the border with prostitutes and stolen cars. Yeah, uh, And he ends up going to jail um, and is released in 1967. That means he was in jail for how many years? Can anyone count with me? One, One. prison sentence. Ha, ha, ha. Two, <laughs> Two prison, prison sentences. Sentence, ha, 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 ha. And he basically ends up going from 1959 to 1967. So what? Seven years? All um, together? Yeah, about eight years. I think it was seven years, though, once he actually broke probation. Fair. Nice. Okay, so April 1967, he starts the cult, guys. That's when he meets Mary Bruner. So, now... You,
1: you, you know I just realized? What? My mom could have run away from home and, and became part of Manson's... Really? Manson's thing. Yeah, my mom was born in 69.
0: Nice. Sorry.
1: Huh. Well, no. If he started
0: in 67... No, 1969 was the Henman murders. uh So, no, he your mom was born when he got wow. arrested. Like I said, man, the cult did not last long. Three years max.
2: It went pretty fast. Yeah, it did. He sucked at it. Oh, yeah. Learned the uh, pimping thing when he was in prison. Yeah, one of the five times between the reform schools, the juvenile. Yeah.
0: An interview that he gave some, um, it was the Australian 60 Minutes. They go, did you, so you were bad at school. What are you talking about? When I was at Wood School, in Reform School, I learned everything I needed to know. I was good at school. My Juvenile School, I was great in school. In prison, I was great at the school there, too, because I learned everything I possibly could. I learned how to pimp. I learned how to rob. I learned how to prostitute. Yes. And then I'm like, you prostitute yourself? No. <laughs> and he also learned how to carjack.
1: Oh, wait. He didn't learn that in prison. He learned that, he learned that early
0: on. Yeah, he did. Uh,
2: Blackie's uncle. God, stop saying his <laughs> name!
0: Uh, so, uh, okay, statistics-wise. here. So, here's some good math for you guys. Mm. Between all the reform schools, all the juvenile detention centers, all, um, um, all the low, the max and, and medium security places that he was in, yeah. all the prison sentences, by the time that he died in 2017, he was out of correctional facilities... For 13 years of his life. Wow. That means in 80... I think he was 87 when he died. Yeah. 87 years, only 13 years of it, he was actually out of correctional facilities.
2: But boy, what he did in those 13 years. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: man, he lived. But here's the thing, though. Don't you think that maybe society perpetu Or, like, like the correctional system kind of, per- like, perpetuated that? Yes. Because, like, especially at the beginning of his life, like, at some point... Okay, a correctional facility is supposed to correct you. Yeah. It didn't correct him. You know what I mean? It didn't help him at all. Yeah. And I don't think it helped him get help.
2: No. It seemed like he already had, like, bad upgrade. Bad upbringing. That's pretty straightforward. Well, he probably
0: had some mental problems, too, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Even before the rape. I guarantee it. Schizophrenia or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think uh, a couple things was schizophrenia, paranoid personality disorder, and then... Oh, what am I trying to think of? It's another thing.
0: It's not multi-personality, is it?
2: No. Sociopath.
0: Oh, yes. Sociopathic disorder or yeah. something? Yeah. Because
2: here's the thing is, but this also could have been just straight up from the years as he was growing up, but yeah. he doesn't care about other people. Not yeah. really.
0: Nope. Well, and also, right. too, you got to think what came later with the LSD and everything else. They say that he actually like really respected women. Until uh, his first wife divorced him and then that's when he started like hate women and that's yeah. when he actually got into prostitution and only cared about sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So And loved manipulating.
2: He definitely was a power player early on but it's hard to say how much was from you know his upbringing nature versus nurture. Yeah, Yeah. I think regardless of how he's brought up there was definitely some stuff in there that was, you know, just plain him.
0: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Um, okay, so, real fast, mm-hmm. to talk about the end of his life, because um, a few things happened after the trial, which I found really interesting. So, um, oh, real quick. So, um, he was actually up for parole in April 2012. And was denied. Uh, they The psychiatrists called him a very dangerous man. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He was denied. No, I'm sorry. April 2012 was the 12th time he was, he was denied parole. Oh, my gosh. Because they gave him life in prison. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's only 20 years. So, right? Yeah, 20 to life or is it 15 to life?
1: Uh, it's 25 to life.
0: It depends on the state. You're probably right, though. But yeah, half of that you can get paroled. So he got denied parole that many times. Um, Manson dies nineteen or uh, November nineteenth, twenty seventeen, at the age of eighty three in the California mm-hmm. hospital. Now, during the time of his incarceration, there is a woman I cannot remember her name. Do, I wonder how many followers her. he got in jail. Well. So a lot of people did not follow him in jail, but he did have people follow him outside of jail. Yeah, there was a woman that was into him for his environmental takes, right? Yeah. So he eventually changes the X into a swastika to symbol to be a symbol of peace and prosperity before you know the Nazis yeah. tarnished it. And so this woman comes to the pres- or is writing him oh, about yeah. his environmental stuff. And then she ends up moving closer to the jail. They get married. There's no conjugal visits. He talks her into carving an X into her... or Yeah, a swastika into her forehead. Yeah. And then basically uh, turns her into a cult leader. Or or a a cultist. And um, she ends up... um, I mean, just doing some crazy things. Uh, She ends up taking... Stuff that he painted, wrote on, did different stuff, and basically made a website selling his memorabilia, yeah. which he still does, um, and made a lot of money off of it. Uh, Squeaky came forward and said that she's still in love with him wow. recently. Like the anniversary came up, and she was like, still in love with him. Uh, That's and a said world that she always will be.
2: The scary thing. Is how manipulative he became, and how it's still even from prison he was able to get this. uh What'd you say your name was? Who? The swastika. Swastika. I head. didn't.
0: I can't. I can't think of her name. I, I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. It was one of his followers though. Later in life. Wow. Yeah. Um. She. So squeaky. Uh. Forme. Uh, actually came forward on ABC News um, and basically said that Manson still had her under her spell. This is her quote. Was I in love with Manson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I still am. Still am. Don't think you fall out of love. That's what he said. Wow. And there was actually a special that aired um, on Tuesday, uh, May 2nd, 2019. So... um, A few days ago. Yeah. Uh, And it's called... um, which I'll have to watch it. It was called The Manson Girls. It, I mean, it was an ABC special. Gonna have to watch it. Yep. Um, okay, so with the timeline, uh, there was another thing that happened.
2: Well, you look that up. I can share a quick thing. Sure. While Manson was in prison, he, i probably should have brought my laptop over to me beforehand, but he was looking up Scientology, and he eventually discovered started it because get away from the cult page and back on him. He said it was. Did he think it
1: was too crazy? Too
2: crazy, yeah. He completed 150 hours of auditing before declaring it too crazy. So
1: auditing itself is crazy.
2: I'll say he went through 150 of hours of it,
1: still I,
2: considering it, and then was I did. Like, oh. I did. I did
1: like. I think I did like 45 minutes of auditing, and it was insane.
2: I don't know if he was uh, playing on using that. And then he was like, no, even I can't use this.
0: Eh. Okay. This is the last thing. September 5th, 1975. Squeaky Forme, wearing a red nun's habit, points a Colt 45 empty at President General Ford. On his way to the California Capitol, and it doesn't go off. She gets tackled.
2: President General Ford? Is that a U.S. president?
0: Yes. It sure is. Gerald Ford. Ford. Oh, okay. Gerald Ford. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Gerald Ford, guys. President Ford. The only Ford we had, right? <sighs> yeah, I was just letting him go.
2: I was just like, I don't know President Ford. Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, don't even try to correct me. Thank you, Brittany. I don't know presidents. You knew enough to not think that General Ford was one, thank goodness. Uh,
2: Do you think she said, do you feel lucky, punk?
0: Oh,
1: I hope so. Do you?
2: I hope
0: so. You know, there's tons of murders, too, around that time that they still think that maybe Manson was in on. Yeah. They can never prove that Manson ever actually killed anybody. This is
1: also true.
0: Yep. Uh... I still like the MK Ultra theory, that he was super brainwashed by LSD oh, yeah. and government mind control inside prison. I think it's very interesting to think about. Yeah, But, to be honest with you, it doesn't really matter, because everything else, inside prison and everything else in his life, even without the LSD, I mean, straight points to him just being a freaking crazy wackadoo.
2: Yeah, like, it, he definitely learned that mentality, kill or be killed. Yeah. Also, think it's really hard to tell if his lack of caring for other people came from how he was treated or also part of himself. I think it's probably a mix. Yeah, yeah.
1: definitely a mix.
0: And they say that he gave hippies a bad name, but when you really look at the like perception of him and everything, it's not that he was really a hippie. It was just the fact that one, he was super redneck, and two, he just he hated the system so much because of how bad they screwed him over. Yeah. And the only thing he could rely on is crime. And the only people that would accept him is hippies. Yeah. So, I mean, he basically just went with any countercultural movement. I think that in the 1990s, it would have been grunge. He, he totally could have painted his face black and went grunge.
2: Well, didn't, yeah. uh, because originally when he came out, he was around the Berkeley campus. Which yeah. Was, and then he actually moved, I think, further west. Mm-hmm. But because the, uh, sort of college mindset, like, people there weren't, like, buying his bit. Yeah. So he moved to somewhere where it was less uh, politically charged. So his like racist stuff, yeah, kind of went through.
0: Oh it, yeah, yeah. So well, and sexist stuff. I remember oh, yeah. on the eighty or on the sixty minutes Australian one, he goes, uh, "So, so do you miss women? Oh yeah, I miss women. I love women. Nice and squishy. Real great when they uh, when they um, uh, do what they're told and shut up." He's like, that's what you think? Yeah, women need to do what they're told. That's what makes a good woman, a good, hot, good-looking, squishy woman.
2: What a great guy! Yeah, right. The real husband. <laughs> I'm material. sure Squeaky
0: was listening. To that going, I'll be your squishy.
2: <laughs> oh, got the it, the wavers, the fever, the
0: vapors, the vapors. Oh the yeah. vapors. Well, I got the vapors. <laughs> So, oh man. He
2: definitely found people he could win over. Oh yes. Which happened to be free loving hippies at the time.
0: Oh yeah.
2: I think he would have found yeah. any group no matter what time period he
0: got released. That's true. Oh yeah. But sure. I think he would have been mm. great as a preacher. I could totally see him being oh, like yeah. a Pentecostal snake handling uh, tent preacher. And if, this
1: is where we should end it, because Joe has just gone completely off his rockers. What do you no, mean? No, no,
0: no. No, I think he would have... No. Okay. In California, the hippie movement was going crazy. But I think if he would have came back to Cincinnati, Kentucky area, I th- or even like Southern Kentucky, I feel like... That's who he would have got away with or gotten around with, because he definitely would have went for religion.
2: The thing is, he already did incorporate some of his religious upbringing into his teachings.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's so, my point. Yeah, I think he would have went for Christianity if it was available at the time in the but, same way. But charismatic? No. You don't think so? No. I don't know because no. uh, what about the uh, who's the one guy that poisoned all those people? The Koolid guy.
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, Why he- can't I think of his name?
0: Is his first name Charles?
2: It, was that Heaven's. No. That was not Heaven's Gate. No, not Heaven's Gate. No, that am wasn't Heaven's was Gate. Why am was I. Was it Charles? This is a freaking cult. No. How am I blanking on this? It was, I don't know. You're.
0: You are.
2: Like, is it Joseph. It's not Joseph Huntington. That's not right at all.
0: You are supposed to be yeah. our. Jim, Jim Jones. Jim Jones. He was Pentecostal. Well, charismatic. The so,
2: Jonestown
0: Massacre. Ooh, I think we should cover that,
2: too. That'd be
0: fun. There is a, a not-so-known Mormon cult I really want to co- um, cover, though, that you're going to be a part of. So. I'll say.
2: I really like Kevin's Gate.
0: That's it. We are done. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed our crappy rendition of the Charles Manson murders. Yeah. Because I don't think we did a great job. But you know what? It was fun. Review, fine. like, subscribe. Let us know how we did. Uh, you can email us at aptripleb at gmail uh, You can like and subscribe, or sorry, like like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Freak Show Pod. Uh, what's your Instagram account, Tevin?
1: At Castle underscore God. Brittany, follow what is your follow. Instagram? I'm not sharing that
2: with people.
0: You're not okay. Fine. You don't, you don't have a gram? No, Who she has a gram.
2: I have a gram. I haven't been on it.
0: Okay, Okay. fair enough. Uh, And if you guys could just subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, please comment as well. Help people to try to get the word out. uh, And share with your friends. Anyways, uh, see you next time. We'll be covering UFOs. Nice.